Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast with me, your host, Emily Rose, where we take a subversive look at all the celebrity gossip you want and some you never knew you needed. We'll take a deep dive into the hidden meanings of what's really going on in the world of pop culture, because here we contain multitudes and read between the lines. Join me. Hello, and welcome back to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast, where we talk about pop culture and zeitgeisty things. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and how are you, my fellow trolls? Uh, I, I've i been searching high and low for a name for us, our, our little weirdo community, our little corner of the internet, our place we gather. Um, I want to give a shout out to listener Meryl, who gave me the obvious name of trolls. Like, we like to troll around around here, first of all, because we like to talk shit, and second of all, because... Um, as you know, I've been pushing my troll stroll agenda. I was uh, tired of feeling like the pressure of, you know, one more thing where you have to be hot. Uh, I, I kind of feel like by now the hot girl walk has gone out of fashion. Um, nevertheless, I forge on with my troll strolls where um, just, you know, quick recap. The, the tenets of the troll stroll are that uh, there's no minimum distance. So you can... You can do a hot lap around the block. That counts as a troll stroll. Uh, you got up from the couch. Incredible. You know, ideally, it's not required. But if you go and get yourself a little treat on a troll stroll, uh, highly, highly encouraged. I also encourage looking a little little mangy, a little deranged, a little Adam Sandler-like. Whichever out of that menu that appeals to you, you're going for comfort, but you're also going for kind of like a laundry day type of look. And looking unapproachable, just generally having a bad attitude, uh, having your headphones in. And if someone is trying to chat with you, just continuing to walk on as if you didn't hear them. Like that's that's what the troll stroll is all about. So 
shout out to Meryl and shout out to you, my my beautiful, sweet trolls. We have a nice and easy episode today with Tori from Ready to be Petty. I've had her on a few times. She's the best. And we talk about one of my favorite topics, celebrity scammers, but the worst kind, the ones who ran bogus charities that they started. Couldn't stick to the good old-fashioned regular scamming. They had to also get attention for people thinking that they were going to be a good person in the process. So we aired them out from the least surprising celebrity charity scams to the most surprising. And listen through and tell me if you were also as surprised by the ones that I was surprised by. I I say that I can't be shocked anymore because of just how much pop culture I ingest, but then that almost becomes like a threat to the universe where (laughs) the ante just keeps getting upped and I I keep having to pick up my jaw off the floor. So that's what this uh, is all about today. Um, Now, let me just pull back the curtain on the Hot Mess Express that is the Patreon. It's $5 a month. You get an extra episode every week. So Sammy P and I, my lovely co-host, our obsessive nature has never been more like inflamed by uh, the Midnight's era. However, I know we're divided here in Whole Thing Nation. Like some of you guys are like more Swifty content, more Gaylor content. Some of you guys, justifiably so, are like, please shut the literal fuck up about Taylor Swift and move on. I shall be doing both. So on the Patreon this week, we have a full Midnight's analysis, and that includes the regular album all the way through a song by song analysis of the 3 a.m. sessions, a 20 track analysis, and a of uh, like a look into all everything in the Taylor Swift ecosphere, ethosphere, whatever you want to call it. For my non-Swifties, I feel you, I see you, I hear you. We also have a regular episode up uh, because we had a lot to catch up on. I was gone for two weeks. Um, we talked about some travel adventures and misadventures and got into some celebrity, celebrity gossip of the week. Also, the really, really tragic news about Aaron Carter's passing. So we talk about um, him and his family. So that'll be its own episode. The Midnight's song by song analysis will be its other own episode. I'm just going to keep feeding you guys as much as I can. I want dinner on the table to be ready by the time you get home content wise. That's that's the goal. That's about it. Other than to say, please, if you're liking what you hear, please leave a five-star review. To the people who've left them and written nice things, I've read them and you guys have made my day, like absolutely made my day, made my week. You guys are so sweet. To those of you who are thinking of leaving a review, look, I've said this before. (laughs) I will say it again because no one's taking me up on my offer and I mean it. Leaving a review is free. It helps me out a lot. It helps out any podcaster, anyone who's, you know, a little shy about self-promo. It helps them out too. It's a free thing you can do. What is a free thing I can do for you? I would be more than happy to give back the favor. Like, are you a waiter? Because like I have a I have a burner Google account. Cause like you know how you can look um at your email at all the reviews. Like I just don't I just don't want like people to know every restaurant I've been to, even though I just leave positive reviews uh generally. I will take my burner account and write the most rave review of your service at the restaurant you work at. As if you delivered a five-star service for three-star Michelin-quality food on a budget. Like, I'll get into it. Like, what what is another equivalent? Just let me know. I will hit you back. (laughs) We're going to help each other out, okay? We're going to get through this. (laughs) All right. That being said, that's about it for me. Um, Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. 
Okay. And we're back with Tori from Ready to Be Petty podcast, friend of the pod, creator of the pod <laughs> of hers and mine. Welcome, Tori. Thank you so much for having me. I'm stoked to be here. I am stoked too. Um, I was reflecting on this episode today and realizing that like you and I have been on like a nonstop roller coaster of emotions this week, but we've been in it together. Truly. Okay. So Emily and I recorded a Patreon episode for my podcast on the We Charity Scandal. And it's up for free, right? Uh, yeah, it's on Patreon. Um, and I'll probably release it to the public late November. But okay. yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, but pay for it because it's literally <laughs> like if anyone for the non-Canadians listening, it is as if like the Livestrong bracelet era merged with like Coney 2020 mixed with like A-list celebrities um, being like <laughs> paid through like scammer charity money. And it like yes. swept across all of Canada for like 10 years. Yes. And it's with our faves like Demi, Selena, Jen Aniston, Meghan Markle. Like they all were a part of this charity. We're ambassadors. Yeah. And they were paid like a bajillion dollars to like play one song and no one questioned it um but we recorded it and like I didn't think it would be such like unearthing of like all these like memories we repressed of all the like incredibly embarrassing things we did when we were younger when when we were in our white savior era yeah yes thank <laughs> like, god we're out of that now well I didn't even remember <laughs> that I had a white savior era and then it was just like and then we realized we're all like ooh, complicit yeah I know I think about that every day so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> yeah I probably should think about it more um yeah when we were in high school and went somewhere and like dug um a trench a hole, dug yeah. a trench yeah it was it was chaotic to say the least, but the the episode was so much fun. I feel like yeah, it was a it was a processing episode, and also yeah, just the like both one of the biggest scandals to like ever come of like our nation, and that's like com also completely unknown outside of it. Um, so yeah, lots of emotions there. And then, well, this podcast, I'm like banking a couple eps from mexico yes. um but as of recording we saw each other like what feels like about two hours ago <laughs> it literally feels like two hours ago like did i go to sleep but i think it was like actually like maybe six or like seven or eight hours at most <laughs> we live streamed midnights and and chatted between the songs and like for me i tapped out at 2 a.m my time um, you tapped out, you said at 2 a.m. your time, like Pacific. Yeah. 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 It was wild. We did a four hour live stream about midnights and the 3 a.m. session. And so. Oh, you did the whole 3 a.m. session? Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. I actually am putting a pin. In, I, I'm not going to listen to 3 a.m. sessions, I think, for another couple of weeks because I'm, I'm too overstimulated. I'm very overstimulated, but I want to say this. The 3 a.m. sessions are my favorite songs of the album. I, I'm not surprised because, yeah, the bonus tracks to, like, Evermore become my favorite. So, yeah. 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 They're so good. They're so good. Well, yeah. Emotions are running high. Um, and yet, like, here we are, um, like, hustling because 
we're not out of our girl boss era. We're very much in. We're in our girl boss era. I was going to yeah. say, no one makes me feel more like a girl boss than when I'm chatting with you because I feel like we're always like on our side hustles. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say because we're both having mental breakdowns because of being like overwhelmed. That, that too. <laughs> like I definitely think it's like, oh, you have way too much on your plate. Let's let's have one together. more thing together yeah. let's both yeah. add it on yeah um oh my god yeah no that's true I know yeah I I mean it's funny because now I guess like technically my side hustles are like a full hustle but it's like my quote-unquote like job is made up of currently about like eight different jobs and like all of them are like spinning plates in the air like all of them I've taken on too much in each category um I don't know did I tell you so I'm like in the process of getting my ADHD diagnosis but they set me up with a occupational therapist that specializes in mental health which is like amazing love that go off Quebec um I didn't even ask for it they just like set me up with her and I was like oh super cool cool. but like her job is to help me get organized and she was like okay so what's your schedule like what are your to-dos I'm like I don't I don't even know like how to explain it and then I was like on top of this the glue that ties it all together is me making like silly little videos for zero dollars. But like that drives the whole thing forward. So that actually has to happen. Um, and she was just like, kind of like, huh? a little speechless. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, yeah. it doesn't even make sense to me. And I, it's, it is my life. So yeah. 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 It's so interesting. Yeah. Especially like now that I have more podcast friends that, yeah, do this like full time and stuff, it's so interesting, like learning about their schedules and how they balance it all and like how they actually like content create. Like, like. Yeah, yeah. We're very far away from each other physically, but we're united in our mentee bees and our commitment to just hustle and create <laughs> content nonstop, baby. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, we're on the hamster wheel. We I'm sh- kind of loving it. <laughs> like, I'm loving it too. Yeah. I'm loving it too. Um, yeah. I have to say, um, before we get into like the topic of today, shout out to our Mary Kate and Ashley episode. The the upset of the season, like okay. It, yeah, I'm it, shook. I'm shook too. So guys, I was like, this was I guess a couple of months ago. Um Tori was like, okay, this is super random. Um, but do you want to do a Mary Kate and Ashley episode? Cause they're not really in the news. Like there hasn't been, a, no. there hasn't been any Mary Kate and Ashley news for like years, I feel. Um, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. It is my most listened to episode. <laughs> it's like, so today. funny. I know. It's so funny. I think that they were such iconic and like memorable parts of our childhood and like, yeah. Yeah, like teenage years that I think people just still really want to talk about them and because they're not in the press like you're right the last time I feel like Mary Kate was in the press was her divorce in like 2020 haven't yeah. really heard from them since and, and even before that there was not much and it, it was, was like not, nothing yeah it's like we grew up with them putting out a movie a month basically like yeah. so just like non-stop and and it's like now they've starved us of content which i'm like i support them on that yeah 100 like we went from like all to nothing and it's like whiplash and we like miss mary kate and ashley and so like yeah i think we're all feeling that just like 
the nostalgia and the yeah. need to just talk about their many iconic eras. Like that could have been like a three part episode looking back. 100%. Yeah. So, but we are not here to talk about MK and Ash. We're here to talk about celebrities that are scammers and because <laughs> Mary Kay and Ashley like they're just selling their fashions and they're open they're they're like this will cost you a, a pretty penny but like fully open about that um this is like the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like celebrities that truly have it all and like goes beyond performative activism to like just straight up like lying for attention about charitable work that they've done um, and there's so many of them. There's so many. Unsurprising. Unsurprising. Um, before we get to these celebs, I just have to mention for a moment um, something that the We Charity brought up in me, like brought up in my memory, which is the vow of silence. What the fuck was that? Literally. So was like, this just a Canadian thing or was this everywhere in North America? I feel like I saw it on Oprah. Yeah, I feel like maybe the concept of taking a vow of silence is kind of universal, but specifically the charity that Emily and I volunteered at um, had a, I guess it was like to raise awareness, you would not speak for 24 hours and you would wear like a bracelet or like a shirt or something that said like, I'm silent or whatever. I fully it was like a did. big way of getting attention in high school. I was just gonna say, pick me energy, like, oh, big like, time. And I'm saying I participated, but yeah, me I was, too. I was and kind of still am a pick me. So me you know. too, me too, yeah. me too. But like for sure, um, I did that in high school. And know what? This is the most embarrassing part. I did it by myself. And no one else, no, no one, one else, else did it. <laughs> and literally, I went to class, and but that's like, even more attention on you. So it's nice. You know, it's you're like right. Really, no you're one right. else to steal the spotlight. <laughs> literally, <laughs> but like I was, I just like my teachers were. I was like, I can't talk. Like I didn't say that, but I was like, I literally can't talk. Like so, I just sat in in class, absolutely silent. I don't know what I did over lunch break and stuff, but. They had us high schoolers doing all kinds of like crazy and embarrassing stuff like vow of silence and also like the 30 hour famine. Did, did you guys do that too? Of course I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like literally anything. I was on just the newsletter anytime it came around. I was like, yep, yep. Sign me up. Like yeah. you know, the, the 30 hour famine. It's so weird looking back at those things. It's like the thought now of like being like getting a glimpse of how people feel who like don't have food. I know, I know. Because so I, you're you're like parents won't pack your lunch for a day and you'll do a famine. I know, I know, in protest and then and call like, it a to call it a famine. Famine. I know. I also hosted a 24-hour wake at my high school. So I got them to oh, uh literally me. leave the school open for 24 hours and have like about a hundred kids. Uh stay at the school for 24 hours awake oh by wake I thought you meant like um a funeral after a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine um we're hosting a symbolic funeral I mean that's basically the nature of the type of stunts we were like signing up for yeah it was just super cringy and I don't think made any impact obviously on the world except for I was hungry for 
30 hours. Well, no, we found out through our episode, through research, that it was going to an organization that was literally like building one school out of the thousands they said they built and then swapping out the plaques and taking a photo of me like thank you victoria high school like yes <laughs> and then yes. like throwing it to the ground and being like thank you to this like kid who died and everyone raised money for the- like what the fuck yeah that's what we were doing um but none of that was as bad as these celebrities because <laughs> we didn't know that we were being scammed i guess we could have like tried to be a little smarter about the whole thing um it was a bit of like collective insanity um but these celebrities were like you know they were <laughs> making it into an institution so i created a little rubric <laughs> for these i love this charities <laughs> three categories not surprising medium surprising and very surprising uh like surprising in terms of like the fact that they're scamming us um yes. so should we get started with the first one? The first category is not surprising because yes, yeah, you'll you'll see you'll, you'll soon <laughs> see yeah you'll soon see why. <laughs> so the first one is Kathy's kids, which of course is Lamar and Chloe's <laughs> former <laughs> charity. I had no idea that they ran a charity together. Did you know this? No, and also I don't think Chloe or Lamar also knew. <laughs> like. I swear to God, if you walked up to Khloe Kardashian, if I ever meet her in person, I'm going to be like, do you know what Kathy's kids is? Because I honestly think she would say, what is that? (laughs) Well, I think saying that they weren't involved is not giving them enough credit for like the active scams happening. Like, I think because it's not just about like not being involved. Like that would be kind of fine if like, I mean not great but like I, I my expectations for celebrities is like truly so low for their behavior this is them like setting up the money raising the money and then using it for whatever the fuck they want that's basically the through line of all of these charities so but I'm I bet also yeah Chloe has I don't think there's much going on in her mind these days because she just seems so spaced out and just like it's like she's disassociated and like floated away and I know. has it's floated her, so far. It's just like it's just her body left on earth. Yeah, it's like that yeah. balloon that you just watch go further and further up into the I sky. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, but we'll go back to a time when she was still funny Coco that we loved. Um, this was 2004. So Lamar and Chloe founded this charity called Kathy's Kids. And the mission was to fund cancer research and help young people who are suffering, who have cancer, um, to honor Lamar's late mother. So love that. Great cause. Um, They raised $2.2 million, which actually now in the scheme of like the Kardashians, that's not very much money. But in 2004, they were still living in apartments, eating takeout. They were kind of normal. They were always wealthy but in more of like a normal American suburbs kind of way yeah 100 percent um I'm surprised that they raised this much money you're right because they didn't have the you know resources and fame to um pull from like they do now but then it's like yeah they always were wealthy so I'm sure they could host a charity ball or whatever and raise that much money yeah 
yeah, they've always been okay for money. Um, yeah, they didn't have the status, but still, two point two million dollars just on its own could really benefit, especially if it's for like helping ch- children who unfortunately are suffering um, and sick. Like, it can really like change a lot of lives um, for them and their families. But that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert! Sh- like, everyone, sit down. Shocker. If you're not yeah. sitting, because yeah. you're you're gonna need to hear this. And uh, yeah. Uh, none of the money went to the cause, not one dollar. Um, so it was very short lived because one point three million was used to finance elite youth basketball travel teams. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the rest went to unspecified. It was just not accounted for. Um so they're funding travel basketball teams. So like $1.3 million for a kid sports team, like that can also go a very long way. Like literally, that's absurd. Like how many travel teams have you seen that have a million dollars? Yeah. And did they just buy like the fanciest bus than the school owned? Like how yeah, and like I- school out like the jerseys and shit. Like do you build a beautiful basketball? like indoor court because you literally definitely do that for 1.3 million dollars yeah i was just surprised that like again charity why am i surprised i'm not surprised but like how charities can say this is for specifically children with cancer and then it goes to basketball teams of apparently healthy youth and shocking too that it's like it's public record um and so like that they would just do this and then not imagine that anyone's just gonna like do a little search research like the internet wasn't what it was in 2004 but like we there were still search engines like 100 (laughs) percent. someone was gonna put it into ask jeeves (laughs) yeah yeah yes jeeves is kathy's kids a legitimate (laughs) charity (laughs) and it would be no jeeves was like no so as of 2011, they were still filing taxes. Like they were still like an active organization, but the charity was $250,000 in debt. And I don't remember the exact timeline of Lamar's um, descent, you know, yeah. and, and, but like given the timeline and the fact that we're looking at like millions of unaccounted for dollars, like, and that they got into debt too, like it just, it, does seem it seems sinister given like what was going on in their lives yeah it seems sinister and I also just think like Chloe and Lamar were probably getting divorced around this time so it's like they don't have the Kardashian pull anymore like the charity doesn't have the pull yeah and like even I mean (laughs) If it's for sick kids and you're not giving to sick kids, um, but you're giving to like healthy kid basketball teams, that's still better than using it on like partying in your divorce. Right. So it looks like they got divorced in 2013, but legally the paperwork went through in 2016. Right. And like, I guess there's so many blinds and accounts of like the years leading up to their divorce when like Rob was living with them and yeah. even, even Chloe's herself was like, yeah, like really fucked up things happened at that house, you know? 
like you know what I mean? Like what when they lived in the house with Rob, it was they she said it was like very dark times and they're both kind of rumored or somewhat proven allegedly i guess that they were like in like pretty active addiction not just like in a way that you could brush it off like a fun hollywood way yeah i think that that's like actually kind of like an underrated story but yeah i think it is kind of like accepted as fact that like when rob lived with them he was in active addiction with lamar and they were kind of enabling each other and i feel like that's why rob kind of was out of the limelight. I'm so far down the rabbit hole. This is an issue that I've been confronting recently is that I don't know what is public knowledge and what is like niche pop culture, like blinds from 2011, you know, like I, it's like, I was like, everyone knows that, um, you know, Rob and Lamar were doing crack in like Chloe's house, (laughs) but like, actually that's, I guess that you're right. That's not super talked about. Yeah. I just think that sketchy things were going on and this charity could have been a front for whatever nefarious things they were getting up to. Yeah. Given the timelines of the charity and their personal lives, uh, it's not looking great. Um, I mean, even if it was just for like, you know, clo money's purses at the time, because <laughs> she was also in her clo money era that era. lasted for a while. <laughs> yeah. Either yeah. way, not great. Um, so uh, one more in the not surprising category. We're not going to go far for this one. We're going to head over to uh, the next Kardashian. So I didn't realize that Kim had a scammy charity because she's had so many scammy like business deals like her mom still has a church going like yeah, their family still yeah. allegedly embezzles money through their church I mean yeah and Kim had that crypto um lawsuit too <laughs> like for hawking like phony crypto that it kind of made me fuzzy and nostalgic for when she would just sell anything you know I same same like the those bands which bands do you remember those like silly bands oh yeah oh whatever like like any shape ups shape up uh, yeah yeah, the shape up shoes like just slim cut yeah or yeah you could trim cut or whatever like oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) you could probably hand her anything at that point and like push her out onto red carbon she would sell the shit out of it like they uh, credit cards like you name it they sold it but um she actually made it official with a registered charity that uh was like one thing I'll I'll give her for this is that they stated up front basically that it was not a good organization. So I'll I'll elaborate on what I mean by that. So the organization was called eBay Giving Works Program. <laughs> this was in 2013 and everything about this is the most 2013 story that ever ever 2013 because it revolves around like an eBay program and like per blog, which I was like, <laughs> Oh, I miss the days of celebrity blogs so much. Like I was talking on my Patreon with Kelly Williams about the bling ring. And we were talking about Audrina Patridge's website where like, they would just literally go on and say whatever. I feel like they would write their own blog posts. Like it wasn't ghostwriters. Well, yeah, you would hope not because it was not like, correct spelling or no, like or like or trash. like intelligent thoughts like no. I, would hope, I would hope they wrote it themselves no um, yes yeah that was incredible although 
I mean, this is an honest question. Which would you rather um, celebrities unfiltered, like writing their own captions or like posting like their own pics? I just I feel like the pics are I feel like nowadays I wouldn't have the attention span to read a blog post. <laughs> like literally. That's painfully true. Yeah. Yeah. Painfully true. But like, yeah, I kind of long for those days where like the only content you would get from celebrities were like on their own websites, tabloids, like magazines and uh, like entertainment shows at 7 p.m. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. And and even now, like, I mean, they have access to stories on Instagram. Like they could technically post them, but it's like most of their accounts are so like heavily controlled by their publicists. It's like it's very rare you're going to get like a Vanessa Hudgens um, pandemic like <laughs> little yes live stream live stream yeah I I feel like everyone's publicist had like gone home for like a couple weeks to like be with their families in the early pandemic and like so we got a couple little leaks of like (laughs) of like them on the loose you know we got our like Vanessa Hudgens being like yeah I mean people are gonna die but yeah inevitable inevitable (laughs) I probably shouldn't be on here I'm like say more keep going literally keep going this is all we have right now is to just uh watch this train wreck um but yeah yeah we don't really have that it it is very edited and glossy and everything yeah um but yeah this was unpolished this was i i saw a tiktoker refer to this as level one kim (laughs) yes and i'm like that's it's so true like the chunky belts hawking whatever product um but she started this charity called ebay giving works and so the premise of it was that it gave a percentage of the proceeds to aid victims in the Philippines, uh, Philippines typhoon disaster, like help with the aftermath. Um, but the thing is, they actually stated that only 10 percent would go to the cause. And like, I guess this was also a time where like if let's say a, a celebrity started a charity, like people wouldn't necessarily like first thing go to the website like people aren't weren't like digging into like registered trademarks like registered charity like but i mean it was still it was so blatant i think it was probably i think it was on their website somewhere that it was like yeah we're, we are only giving 10 percent. and then people found this out yeah and kim wrote a blog post to break her silence on it <laughs> can i can i read some of it to you yes please she so, she wasn't taking the vow of silence like us. She she broke no. her silence. No, she wasn't. I tried to find the actual blog. It's like deactivated. I thought maybe I could I find like I know a screenshot of it. I will. I want to see like the font. Like just even that. I was just gonna say the KK like <sighs> together yeah. font. Like oh, it was just such an iconic time. Yeah, for better or worse, our minds work the same way. You and I. I know. I know. I know. It's so sad. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm like, God, we're like, we need to see the font. Okay. That's going to keep me up tonight. Um, (laughs) Well, (laughs) this is us. This is us living our lives, our authentic selves. Um, Okay. So the blog post is called Giving Comes from the Heart and (laughs) starts with, I feel compelled to speak about something that's in my head and in my heart. This this actually sounds like a publicist wrote this. Um, this is yes, like a, it, this, it's, this it's is very PR. Like at no point in her existence would she talk like this. Over the years, I've had to grow a thick skin. Being in the public eye, there are times I feel like I get criticized for any and everything I do. I'm used to it now. I just choose not to feed into the negativity or become consumed by it. It's like she... 
Okay. You definitely feed into the negativity, Kim. Like well, I was thinking even just her use of the word consumed. Like, I don't think yeah. <laughs> like I know she's like passing law school, but like at the same yeah. time, she has moments where I'm like, not much is going on. Hey, like not much upstairs. Whatever, whatever. You guys know um my many nuanced thoughts. Um Okay, so then she goes on. The problem comes in when I get attacked for giving and trying to help people. My dad oh <laughs> <laughs> and then she pulls her down to it. My dad always taught me the importance of giving back. I don't publicize everything I do to help charities and people all over the world. I do it because I want to. I do it because my dad taught me to. I do it because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent was not aware that this was written or posted. Um so for people to attack me for giving 10% of my eBay auction sales to, to the people of the Philippines, that hurts. I do eBay auctions monthly and, and change the charity or church from time to time. I give 10% of all my earnings to charities, not just these eBay auctions. 10% of all your earnings go to charities, Kim Burley. 10% of all of your earnings. Okay, because even level one Kim, like she's still making six figures, like probably well over it. You yeah. Know? Like, I mean, she's she was out every day, like hustling. That she did well. Um, ten percent of all your earnings. I think she's like referring to Chris Jenner as a charity. Like <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I was like, it's funny how she specifies ten percent when this is the like very much momager ten percent era. Yeah. And she's like, one time Chris like assured me that it was going to good causes. Like, yeah, the Church of California or whatever her church yeah. is. Like. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, she goes on to say, um, yeah, I give 10% of all my earnings to charities. This month, it's for the people of the Philippines. Last month was Life Change Community Church. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's like, sure. And I, I love also the monthly eBay auctions. <laughs> like yeah ebay auctions walk so kardashian closet could run yes and i remember this scandal at the time being really surprised by it because the thing was it was positioned that she was auctioning off stuff and usually what happens in an auction is you give all the money to to, to the charity and yeah. so i just remember this being really shocking because i was like 10 percent is so low um they still continue to do that with Kardashian Closet. Oh, no. Kardashian Closet, they've actually dropped all pretenses for charity. Yeah, it's just them reselling clothes. And it, it's so ironic because I'm like, I bet you get all of these clothes for free anyways. Yeah. And some of it's like tank tops. Like some of it is I not. Know. It's I not know. even like this Birkin. It's just like a shirt, a T-shirt that's like yeah. $40. And I'm like, it's so funny. Kardashian Closet is one of my happy places, though. Like, just the fact that it exists is so funny to me. They're selling That they're, like, selling their busted, like, T-shirt. <laughs> um, okay, so Kim, so she finishes her blog post. In regards to these eBay auctions, when the eBay numbers get broken down, you guys, I shouldn't say you guys, but I just had to throw it in. The auction management agency that posts for me gets a percentage for all their hard work. Then eBay listing fees, end of auction fees, eBay store fees, PayPal fees, etc. All add up to about half of the sale. Then I give 10% to a charity. Please, please. It's so PayPal embarrassing. Fees. 
Yeah, that's like if we talked about like fucking Patreon fees. Like, well, that's what that's literally like. That is, as I was reading, I was like, that sounds like my breakdown. Like, yeah, Patreon takes a fee, then PayPal takes a fee for me to transfer it to the money, my own money to obtain it. Like, there's so much of a cut that comes from it. Um, (laughs) Then I give ten percent. Like, but it's still like they all add up to about half the sale. That's why I've posted this used T-shirt for triple the amount of money. Yeah, catch me next month at my monthly eBay auction. (laughs) Yeah, like it's so cringe, and it's just funny because like I know people still use eBay, but like it just had such a moment in the early two thousands, (laughs) like. It, it did yeah. yeah i mean it's still going i guess i've heard like i was like trying to find like a used car part and someone's like oh check ebay i'm like oh you're like okay oh, okay. <laughs> okay um okay so now we're gonna move on to our medium surprising category and i like as i was researching it i was like actually i don't know why it was medium surprising to me maybe it shouldn't have been but whatever maybe that's just my hope that people are like decent um this was madonna's charity raising malawi uh okay so this is not just like scammy this is like a lot of shit went down with this like very unfortunate situation so in 2009 madonna had a dream to build a 15 million dollar school for girls in malawi love that Mm -hmm. um she saw oprah doing she said yeah same um and then in 2010, over 200 residents were pushed off their land to make room for the new school. <sighs> it's just, it's unimaginable. Like, it's just, it's so problematic and harmful and like disgusting that this is what's happening. And like, it's so weird. This happened in 2009, and I literally remember it. Like, I hate myself. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I, I remember the Malawi cherry. I didn't remember, like, the any of the sordid details. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, I don't even, I don't own my apartment. Like, I rent. If I had to leave my apartment because of a celebrity for any reason, let alone, like, them <laughs> doing in the name of, like, a charitable thing to make themselves look good, I would be dressing for revenge, as Taylor says. Like, as I literally... Taylor says, one hundred percent. Yeah, a white celebrity coming in and just being like, "Hey, hey, um, <laughs> I'm gonna need you guys to move." Okay, thank you. I'm building a school. It's for girls. Yeah. Um, also, like you would think, okay, two hundred residents pushed off their land, but at least it benefited people. No, it was for nothing. And given so, there was basically. <laughs> By 2011, so this was like a year after all these residents got like kicked out, kicked out of their homes. Um, the 15 million dollars in funds that were raised were gone before they even laid the first brick. So no school was even like one tenth built. Nothing was ever built. Um, and it's like hard to figure out like just how much Madonna was involved. But it's like, it doesn't matter whether she, this is her initiative. So the it, whether she was just like not aware of what was going on, just as guilty as if she was there, like <laughs> spending it on like, you know, whatever, like fun money. Um, an audit revealed that the money was spent on buying cars for employees that didn't even work for the charity. So not employees, just buying cars for random people. Um, salaries, office space, free housing and architect design fees. 
okay. <laughs> and yeah. oh, and 3.8 million was just unaccounted for. So like that is life changing money. 3.8 million. Like that's like uh, an amount of money you or I will never see in our lifetimes. Don't and say it, that, Tori. Don't yeah, say that. Sorry. You never know. No, I don't know. Girl boss era. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> underway currently. You never know. Manifesting it. <laughs> Manifesting my own 3.8 million. Yeah. Um, and then I start a charity and then you do an episode about how I scam people. No, like, I'm going to uh, air out my former friend, Tori. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, seriously, though, like, I think the thing with charities also, I'm like, you have to account for stuff. So where, where the fuck is this money going? Like, yeah, like you have to do a lot of paperwork in Canada. You have to be a registered charitable organization. Yeah. Um, you have taxes to file. You have all of this stuff. And like, this is just disappearing. And if you know that you're doing this in a country that has no oversight or has corruption or whatever you need to be even more hands-on so then she just abandons the charity entirely um yeah. and the article that was written at the time says she abandoned the project and is pursuing other ways to help malawi it's like okay sure linda like sure sure Dan. <laughs> like yeah yeah like that to me actually is the worst part of this because it's like you fucked over all these people that you kicked off their land okay then all the money was like spent on whatever not anything charitable so reach into your coin purse pull out another 15 million that you very much have and won't make a dent to your life in any way and start again and hire like legitimate people yeah don't make it all for nothing (laughs) totally and I just love how like little you can say when you uh lose 15 million dollars that were supposed to go to charity just to be like well I'm I'm pursuing other ways to help them (laughs) like yeah that's that's it it's like yeah and and also like the fact that all these celebrities are even starting a charity in the first place it's like there are existing charities like there are charities run run by locals that are busting their ass working so hard that understand the needs of the community and yet you need for it to be like my foundation like basically it's like trump vibes with like the golden like name on everything basically yeah and like the trump university and stuff like it's very egotistical and you're totally right i think that's the other moral of the story is like there are existing grassroots community organized charities and organizations that you could very much get behind and you're not doing that for the sake of like I guess your legacy but like again I would be if I was writing my memoir and it was about me supporting a legitimate charity I would feel way more proud than if it was like my name on the door of a charity that did fuck fuck all sorry my language is it's okay we do we do swears on this podcast (laughs) we we we, there's no rules it's got the explicit rating yeah mine too yeah Yeah. um now i want to move on to the third category that i put this in which is very surprising very surprising to me and i'm curious to hear from the listeners like if this was surprising to you too and also you you tori Mm -hmm. um the first one is why clef jean and i guess i just didn't know too much about Wyclef Jean but like the Fugees was such an important part of my 
like adolescence. And so like, basically like everyone knows he's from Haiti. So in 2004, he had founded this charity called Yele and it was a charity with a mission to help Haiti. Um, so it was like basically a small charity, but after the 2010, like really devastating earthquake, um, donations increased substantially. So they actually ended up raising over $16 million like in the aftermath of this earthquake. So great. Um, I know he's also running for president at some point. I think this was, was this after this? This was after. So yeah, it's so funny again. Okay. Um, <laughs> you remember all this? You're like, you're like, of why course. is this surprising to you? You don't remember? Well, like I remember, um, also hosting, uh, a variety show to raise money for the, the <laughs> Haiti earthquake victims in 2010. So yeah, I was again grinding yeah. on. <laughs> no, she had good intentions. Look, she was she was out there. She like we all had good intentions. Um, yeah, but you know what they say: the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Exactly. But okay, uh, yeah, I guess that my why this is most surprising to me is because the other people were scamming people that didn't live in the same country as them. This is like scamming your like own people. Right. Like, I guess when Lamar and Chloe started their charity, it's not like children everywhere suddenly were like, finally, like we can have hope. Like no one was really like expecting money to come in, you know, like no one was like waiting on a check from them. But uh, like in the wake of this devastating event and and then also like why Club Jean being like one of the most like famous Haitian people like who has made it like internationally I'm sure it was like there were like very much people that were like okay great like this is gonna be like something like some little bit of hope in this like horrifying situation yeah um but as you might have surmised (laughs) listeners this is not what happened uh so of the 16 million nine million dollars was spent on office space salaries and food and beverages for employees how 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 i get like a free like subway lunch at work and i'm like ever so grateful but (laughs) but also like but also like nine million i'm thinking like even if it was like a we work kind of space like that you're building in manhattan would it even cost nine million like i mean maybe but like that's you know i'm talking like those swanky glossy beautiful like uh, like new york la offices like i think those probably cost nine million maybe more whatever but like this is a charity and i know i know then unfortunately um it gets it's just bad all around um Wyclef Jean also paid himself $100,000 to perform at a Haiti charity concert. Ooh. Like, you can't pay yourself. (laughs) You can't. Okay. Well, okay. I feel like you do need to pay yourself for your labor, but it's like you should not be hosting the event and then I feel like additionally paying yourself 100 k And it's like, was Wyclef Jean in 2010 
getting any 100k appearance fees yeah well i actually argue that you shouldn't be paying yourself if you're a celebrity and you, you have millions and this is your vanity project true like, true i'm you're right i mean like for us normies like pay yourself yes. yeah if you work yes. in a nonprofit, yes there has to be money for salaries absolutely yes um, they're usually like very scant like yes people, but like yeah no and definitely not pay yourself a hundred thousand dollars for like what two hours of playing your songs um yeah. for, well, for a charity concert yeah, well, it's very much giving We Day vibes, which is what we we covered yeah, yeah. Um, on my show, because it's like these celebrities were uh, performing or speaking at these charity events, but then taking 225K in appearance fees. And it's like, this was J-Lo. It's like, wouldn't you think like, oh, like I'm already a multimillionaire. I'm doing this for charity. I'll take a small appearance fee or or just like my or my airfare or yeah. and and then yeah and then show up for free cuz it's supposed to be like you're donating your time to the charity. Yeah, be like donate your time and the labor of getting you there. Like that's the yeah. very least you can do. Uh, like not to mention then like the basis of the charity or where the money gets distributed. Like just at least take care of that end of things for yourself. But like this charity, that wasn't even the worst of it. So, so the the sixteen million breakdown goes further. So, he gave his family over five hundred thousand dollars and used thirty seven thousand on rent for his Manhattan studio, and then they also paid Wyclef Jean's mistresses more than a hundred thousand dollars for unspecified reasons. And then in twenty twelve, the charity was shut down. Yeah. So wow. this was just a full scam. For two years, yeah. Whole scam. I wonder if he went into it like thinking he would scam, or if he just got the sixty Wrapped million dollars and like he just like like lost his mind. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then uh, decided to make a run for for president. Like, and then was like, <laughs> he's like, hey, we all make mistakes, okay? Like, I'm sure you have. Also, all, we've all started a charity at some point, raised millions of dollars, and then just like things happen and you want to keep your studio in New York because it's a great view and like, you just, <laughs> you know, your stuff's there and like, you don't want to move it. So it's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. Like, that's literally what happened. It's like, then you have to pay off your mistress too. Like, for what? Like, <laughs> I wonder if it was for like, I mean, did they have dirt on him? Like, what was ha- what was? <laughs> yeah, like she knew the charity was a scam, so she was like, "Give me a cut, or I'm gonna release this to the press." That would be like a novel, like a <laughs> like yeah, I'm gonna expose you for your scammy charity. So take a hundred grand, and, like, literally, which is not nearly as bad as the whatever other fifteen point five million. Um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Yeah, so pretty bad. Um, that actually makes our next celebrity look pretty okay because now we're getting back into the territory of like probably no specific person was like waiting on that cash. Um, but this did surprise me. Um, yeah. And you too. Okay, so it is Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation. So yeah, I really did not see this coming. That me too. Me running too. a charity scam. Yeah. yeah, this was the only one that I like straight up didn't know okay. until recording was a scam that you didn't have committed to memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the other ones, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I watched the Oprah special. Like, like I obviously like um, this is old news. Like we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I I wasn't aware of a lot of them. I guess I don't know. I I I, I remember like Madonna having a charity. Um, I remember like SNL making fun of her, but like, that's kind of it. But yeah. Yeah. Lady Gaga. I don't know. I guess I just, she seems to just be so heartfelt and like crying and like, just really like connecting with people. So it was quite shocking. Okay. So I'll get into it. So 2011, she founded the born this way foundation with a mission to empower youth and inspire bravery. So I'm sure there was like a more specific mandate and like the related to like, lgbtq like youth and and everything and i remember like i didn't go to the born this way ball but i remember they had she's like our born this way foundation is going to be like up front at every like concert and they would be like like giving like resources and like yes almost like a helpline kind of thing yeah um yeah and it was like this beautiful display which we now (laughs) i've come to find out that was all the money was going to um so basically, it came under fire. Like, once again, all these celebrities, I'm like, do you guys not think because this is public record that the public will know about this? Like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, I think that that is the confounding part of all of this. And yeah. also, it's like, it's not easy to run a charity, even if you're a celeb uh, and you're just putting your face on it. Like, a charity no. is a huge operation. It's a a full, a full like I was gonna say business, but, no, but like it, it is. But even no, but it's a business with even more like work that has to paperwork. go into it because of how much more oversight there is. At least yeah. for this one, which was in the states, anything like all I know is like North American charities, but there's so much red tape that it's like yes. it's like having a business 
but you need to explain every single penny where it came from. You need to justify it to your board of directors. Like so much more needs to happen than a regular business where it's like money comes and goes like in the end, like <laughs> you just pay your taxes and they're like, no one's going to like know where the money went. Um, but in charity, it, it, it like it's public for this exact reason. So people don't pull stunts like this. Um, so yeah, I'll, it's like, just spend your money stupidly as a celebrity. Like no one will know or care. Yeah. If you're Lady Gaga, including in 2011, had endless millions of dollars, just go throw your money around and it's not going to be a public record and no one and everyone's going to be like, yeah, you're living the rock star. Like, it's fine. Just just keep it at that. Yeah. It's also just so disappointing because Born This Way, like the song and stuff like that was such a moment that it's like you could have teamed up with folks at like the Trevor Project or yeah. a crisis hotline or something like that. Yeah. And it could have been amazing and extremely impactful but instead you decided to be egotistical and and fake and performative <laughs> yeah absolutely and oh actually i realize we haven't even gotten into like what what, what happened yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. but i'm sure as people could imagine by now like none of the funds went to the youth <laughs> like no youth were empowered except for five thousand dollars worth okay so i'll break that down a little more so basically they actually like were publicly called out for this at the time because um it was a federal tax report that like were they literally aired the receipts out um at the born this way foundation took in 2.5 million but only gave out five thousand dollars in grant money uh (laughs) the total expenses for it were listed as 1.85 million and okay so 1.5 million went to bogus expenses but you brought in 2.5 million so that's still like another very large amount of money unaccounted for but i will tell you the money that was accounted for and it is it's a doozy okay so i'm gonna read off this yeah should we like go back and forth yeah, let's yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> Go for it, Tori. Kick okay. So again, in 2012, uh the 1.85 million included $406,552 in legal fees. So a cool almost half a million legal fees. Cool. Um $150,000 for quote philanthropic consulting yeah what is that (laughs) 50k for social media development (laughs) um 58,000 for publicity (laughs) like again Okay, shouldn't th- isn't that in the social media no. pieces? No, no. Tori, you think like, they can just bootstrap it? You think yeah, they can just yeah, get the yeah. word? Do you think Lady Gaga? Anyone's going to be paying attention to Lady Gaga? She has to spend a lot on advertising. Like you're right, you're right. <laughs> Especially at the height of her fame, no one was. <laughs> yeah, no one would have known or paid attention or found out when any she other had way. the number one single in the world. Literally, her doing one interview and talking about it would have been like. <laughs> generated the press that you needed yeah yeah 300k on strategic development so we have 50k for social media development and 
100k for strategic development and 150 for philanthropic consulting which is different from strategic development (laughs) yeah um yeah and then 350k for bus production yeah like so that's the swanky i imagine the swanky buses that were outside of the born this way ball 100 percent. where you could go and like what take photos <laughs> who knows and be like hey i'm a teen that's struggling <laughs> yeah like but now i'm all good yeah Pause. Uh, yeah Seventy-seven thousand nine hundred twenty-three dollars for travel that just sounds like the people that were being paid to follow her around on tour and like set this up i imagine yeah first class flights or like a, a private jet or like yeah just someone's full-time job to be like all right so we already have the whole schedule um but just make sure the bus gets to like philadelphia yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like we're we're gonna hop on the pj just like yeah yeah you yeah. drive the bus like across the country by tomorrow thanks thank you yeah um okay so sixty thousand for research research what research what isn't that what the consulting company does (laughs) yeah and also like what how much research do you need to empower the youth you know they're not doing well they've not done well at at any time in history so like just help them literally literally (laughs) they're like they're like doing sixty thousand dollars of research they're like guys we found out mental health is a real issue (laughs) yeah especially for like marginalized groups of teens like we found out that teens that have been like kicked out of their homes like aren't doing well emotionally it's like yeah <laughs> okay we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do the next expense you yeah, wanna... <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do a production so 62k for stage production yeah and that's it those are the only frivolous expenses yeah yeah clearly. but like okay but like bus and stage that's the bus and stage production together makes about half a million so yeah overall like I don't know like it's like I still want to give Lady Gaga like the benefit of the doubt me too me too because what I'm wondering is like was she like us where she just took on more (laughs) than she could handle she could chew this really was like the height of her fame yeah in some ways well I guess kind of like a fame monster slash born this way to me I I don't know I don't know how you would describe it but like I think this is her peak mainstream yeah, like moment of her career. Yeah, I mean, she's a permanent A-lister and she's very famous still. But I, you know what I mean? Like just in the way that um, like Bad Romance was like world changing, like earth shattering, whatever. Like it was just that type of time for her. So I'm just I'm just like, I just want to she's the only one on this list that I want to like extend a bit of the benefit of the doubt. Be like, maybe you were just like so busy on tour. You just like weren't paying attention. But, like, yeah. you collected these donations from probably, you know, average people. Yeah. And the last one is 47K in meeting and event coordination. And that's oh, the yeah, other piece. That. <laughs> yeah, that's the other piece that I'm like, okay, the way that celebs do this, it's like, it's just, I don't know. And nothing's on a budget, obviously. But, like, nothing is, like oh, this is a charity, we should, like, you know, maybe not spend 50K to, like, I don't know, have extravagant meeting costs. Yeah, it may as well be 47K for, like, 
craft services where they ate like two celery sticks and then the, threw the rest out, you know? Exactly. And then again, the the youth only, I'm assuming like maybe one person received a $5,000 grant. Yeah. Absurd. They're like, well, it's 2011. So they're like, someone can pay their rent for two months. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe three, depending on like your living situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is Born This Way still an operating charity? Tori, I googled Born This Way Foundation and got like literal foundation, like makeup foundation. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say, when I think of Born This Way, I think, didn't she do a line with Mac? Yeah, but that's like, this is what I'm saying. Like, that is great. And I know she's done other charitable work and I know she's donated her money to other causes. Like, mm-hmm. that's all good and fine. You know, it's like, that's what you should stick to. Like, Mac has done work with like AIDS for decades. Like they're just a very, it's a very established relationship and they have different celebrities come through and, but yeah, I'm just, it's just two-faced born this way, flawless, (laughs) flawless coverage foundation. Oh, they're still in action. Okay. They've got a Twitter. They tweeted two days ago. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. I'm looking at. Tori, I'm looking at their Wikipedia. Born This Way Foundation, founded 11 years ago. Founders, Lady Gaga sat slash Cynthia Germanata, type NGO. Revenue, 900,000. Expenses, 757,000. And this was, this it's listed for 2015, which is not even the year. Like, this is like four years after what we're talking about. Ah, oh my god. <laughs> and it doesn't say close. Like they they're tweeting. Someone's being paid to tweet. They're probably being paid half a million dollars. I was just going to say so are like are they in the 50k social media <laughs> development piece? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um wow. Okay. Okay, so actually I guess I'm going to retract my benefit of the doubt cuz they're still up and running and like still massively like spending all their money on expenses yeah I am curious what your listeners have to say of like did you donate to any of these charities yeah did you yeah participate in in any of them do you remember them uh like let us know are you like us that you've participated in many embarrassing charity uh causes please let us know yeah or roast sure. us whatever yeah yeah we, yeah we deserve it <laughs> yeah truly truly but I would just be, I'd be curious like has anyone bought any of Kim's clothes off of eBay <laughs> did anyone donate to Yale like <laughs> or like check out the born this way bus the born yeah. this way foundation bus like it looks lit yeah were you one of the residents in Malawi who like, <laughs> <laughs> was oh my god yeah uprooted <laughs> yeah um yeah well Tori, this has been horribly depressing, but at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Horribly depressing, but like it is, I feel like the one good part of it is that like, I do feel like there is a lesson in here and I think we've learned it at this point, but it's just like always do your research and yeah and also it's kind of it's good too because as much as sometimes I I feel like despair and like there's not been any progress, I feel like now in this day and age, like if a celebrity is going to be like charity or even if they have like some product line they're like proceeds go to charity people are going to immediately like look it up ask them about it like hold them accountable Accountable. essentially 
So yeah, you don't see as many like Kathy's kids popping up these days. I think one hundred percent. Also, if the if there's any internet sleuths listening, check out. I want to know if Tyler Cameron's charity for his mom is is legitimate or not. Oh my god, I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess no, not. I don't trust that man to like. I know, I know, I know, I know. Same, but like do much but pose. I know, I know. But yeah, I'm just curious because he was the most recent person, like celebrity that I've seen that has like started a charity. Yeah. And if you're a celebrity listening to this, just give to a pre-existing charity. 100%. Like Planned Parenthood or like like something like that. Literally anything. Like (laughs) just don't start a vanity project. Yes. Yeah. Or be like the Kardashian closet and drop any pretense that any of it is going to a good cause. And just be yeah. like, no, actually, we kind of alluded to it, but called out and like, no, it's just, yeah, it's just, let's just double down on the capitalism. Yeah. 100% of this $40 tank top costs go to <laughs> me and my momager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The 10% to the Philippines, no, it's to Chris Jenner. No, yeah, it's no, it's not. Um, Tori, tell, everybody where they can find you in all the places yeah you can listen to ready to be petty on all podcast platforms and you can follow me on socials at rtbp podcast okay amazing fantastic um even in the most depressing of topics for it's just lovely to have you on Truly, truly. I feel like we're like a single cell mind. So like, I know, I know. It's like, like a little uncanny. I'm like, are we okay? Yeah, mm, no. I think we the know the answer. No, but yeah. we, we know the answer to that. Yeah. But uh, always a pleasure talking with you. Yeah, lovely. Okay, bye. All right, guys, that's it for today. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review. Heck, leave a five-star review while you're at it. Follow me on Instagram. It's become a whole thing and TikTok. And I'll see you next week. Au revoir, mes amours. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.